Well, hello, hello, and happy November, skaters. How have you all been? I've been well, but a little all over the map. Burning the candle, I think, a little bit too much on both ends. But I am here now, and I am excited you've decided to join me. Because it's been a minute, I certainly have lots of skate stuff to talk about with you. It is now the brisk month of November, and Hello Weekend just passed. But if I'm going to take you all the way back to since the last time I talked to you, then we've got to get into what happened in September. So if you want to join me, get cozy on the couch, grab yourself a nice hot cup of something, and snuggle up with a fur baby if you got one. Welcome. This is Obsessions of a Roller Skater. All right, all right. Like I said, it's been a little while and, you know, things just get busy with work. You're trying to wrap up the end of summer and some people just have a harder time getting themselves motivated to do things that they even enjoy. And I am one of those people, not all the time, but I certainly have some phases where I find it a little bit harder to get into my creative gigs than I would like it to be. I wish it was a little easier for me, but that's my process and I respect myself enough to just make the decision to do the things I want to do when I want to do them and then that way it keeps me from uh, not enjoying those things anymore and just enjoying my time when I am here. So once again, thanks so much for joining me. I really do appreciate it and I really do Uh, like making these podcasts for you guys so if you keep showing up I'll keep showing up Uh, it just might not be as consistent as we both would like but hey I've got some great content for you when I do oh September 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 what went on in September Uh, I gotta check my notes here because it's been a little bit so at the end of kind of mid to end of the summer I tried to do a skate tour and I got very heavily rained out on the second day and decided to just call it. So I conversed with the skate community and the people I wanted to skate with and who were going to be around here and we were able to actually reschedule that um, tour for September. So that's something I definitely got into and we can get into that uh, a little bit more later. But At the beginning of the month, I was having quite the time with my skates. Um, I was skating around at the park and kind of noticing that my trucks weren't really feeling as tight as I wanted them to. Uh, I like my trucks a little bit tighter because I find them more responsive when I want to quickly change directions or stop uh, in a say like a t-stop motion so I was really noticing that there was something going on with my skates and I was like what the heck is it Uh, I thought it was my cushions or bushings at first and thinking like oh they're probably either a too soft and maybe I should get a harder one or they are broken because they can break and you do need to replace them So took my skates apart, looking, 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 couldn't figure it out, couldn't figure it out, and was like, whatever, 
I'll, I'll just deal with it. And I just kind of had to tighten them down every now and again to where I wanted them. But I kind of found that they loosened off fairly quickly after that. So that went on for a little bit. And then I started to notice that they were getting even more loose. And then when I went to try and tighten them down, the actual kingpin nut wasn't tightening past a certain point and it would click and you could feel it skip. So again, if you're a little bit new to roller skating, the kingpin is what your truck sits down on and then you put the bushings over top of the kingpin and then there's a nut that holds that all together so if you haven't taken your skates apart before and you're new to skating I highly recommend doing it familiarize yourself with all the parts and everything going on because at first glance it could look pretty simple but there are a lot of moving pieces to your skates so the more you can get to know them and you can get to know all these little intricate pieces uh, the better idea you're going to have with a just setting them up in a way that is most comfortable for you to skate and B if anything happens such as this type of scenario which I've never gone through before in my eight years of skating Um, you know, you'll be able to kind of dissect and figure out what's going on uh, if you don't have anybody else around too much to help. So yeah, my trucks were coming loose. I was trying to tighten down the nut on the kingpin and it wasn't working. It would only go so far and then it would skip. And I was like, what the heck's going on? So I thought maybe I had stripped the nut and I was like, okay, whatever. I'll just replace them. That's easy. I actually have extra ones, so that's great. So did that. Seemed to work okay for a little bit. And then, again, same thing was happening. My truck was coming loose, It and then it just wasn't tightening down, and I'm like, what the hell is going on? So took it all apart, and on further inspection, I had actually... It's weird. I guess I did strip it. I stripped the kingpin itself, uh, mostly just on one side. So I'm not really sure how it happened. I mean, those lock nuts are pretty slick. They are only going to go on one way. Um, But I am kind of notorious for cranking on things and liking a nice tight truck. so maybe I just had overcranked them or I had fallen on them a certain way or hit them so many times that they just ended up stripping. Nonetheless, that's what was going on. So after some trial and error of things, I figured that out and uh, had to replace my kingpins. Now, little parts like this you might think are a waste of money when you buy your skates. Because, again, I had never gone through any kingpin issues in, you know, the eight years I've been skating. So why would I have extra kingpins for my skates on hand? Well, not having those kingpins on hand did leave me in a bit of a panic. Um, Wanting to skate, especially having rescheduled the skate tour and not having a kingpin for my park skates, I was like, no, 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 no. This is is not going to work. It's not going to work. So... I ended up taking my kingpins off of my street skate setup 
that I have. And because I have Powerdyne um, plates on both my skates, they were actually the same kingpin. But remember, not all parts are created equal and not all parts are going to work on all skates. So I was lucky enough to be able to get away with that um, and take them off. And I'm trying to remember. <laughs> I think I, before I actually figured out that the nut was stripped, maybe I thought it was just the kingpin and I replaced the kingpin and I, with one and then I ended up stripping another one it was it was such a mess and a little while ago now I can't even remember but I think that's what happened is um originally I thought the kingpin was stripped changed it stripped it again because it was actually the nut in that was going on to hold it down and not just one but two of my nuts that were actually um stripped pretty bad on the inside and when you put a nut onto uh something that isn't stripped, but if the nut is, it's going to strip that part as well. So be very careful, you guys, you know, have have extra stuff and be pulling your things apart every now and again and looking at them and making sure that everything seems right and it goes back on uh, the same way it came off. And, you know, if not just for... Um, peace of mind and knowing all of your parts of your skate for safety like had I not been aware enough to know that my truck was feeling quite loose it could have very well just come right off like that's how much the nut was backing off of the kingpin it could have just fallen right off while I was at the park which if you've had a wheel or anything come off at the park when you're in motion is uh you know very dangerous and frustrating anyways i it did uh take me a little while to hunt down one of those exact kingpins that were in stock somewhere that i could order it from uh as you know the pandemic has everything kind of backed up and and little parts especially can be sparse so if you can grab some extra things when you get your skates or if you're thinking about it now and you want to just make a little cart with little extra nuts and axle nuts and kingpins and uh, any little pieces for the toe stops it may save you from from panic <laughs> and if you aren't fortunate enough to have a second pair of skates that you can pull pieces from uh, like I did, then, you know, I would have been hooped. I wouldn't have been able to use my park skates for my skate tour, which would have been really, really unfortunate because it was something I had been very much looking forward to all summer. So that leads me into having the skate tour. This was really awesome. Um, we ended up doing the six parks in three days and this is in the West Cooney of British Columbia and people showed up and the first night was amazing. We had a wicked group there of multiple levels. The park we were at was super friendly for beginners and it was also really fun because they had adjustable rails that you could raise or lower which Thank goodness uh, Spanxy was there because I had not even 
thought to look at rails that intricately before and I didn't even know that adjustable rails existed. So with that, we were actually able to lower one down and get a, a handful of us on the rail to try it out and it was really awesome. It was a really um, inspiring experience. I was really stoked to finally be able to get on and slide uh, and we just simply stepped up because the top of it's flat and then it goes to down. So something like that was really great. Uh, you know, we were there helping each other, holding each other's hands before we had the confidence to jump up and do it ourselves. So the first night of the skate tour, super successful. That was really, really fun. Um, the next morning, got up early, hit the park that was on the schedule for that day and we were still fighting with some rain and storms in the area so for the uh, second park on the second day which would have been the third park in total uh, we ended up rerouting our day a bit that day and ended up sticking in Rosalind where it was sunny and warm because where we were planning on going was rainy <laughs> and uh, yeah, that wouldn't have been good. So it was nice to be able to kind of reroute and still have people show up and hang out. And we spent a substantial amount of time at that second park that day, um, which was lots of fun. Wrapped it up and came home that afternoon to get up in the morning and do three more parks. So got ourselves ready in the morning and then I looked and actually my fiance had noticed that my back tire was flat yay <laughs> like I don't know why Murphy's Law was really on me for this park tour uh I'm, girls just trying to have fun I don't really know why <laughs> what didn't want me to go or wanted me to be delayed but Nonetheless, uh, thankfully Spank was here and she had her van and we were able to uh, take off and continue with the day. Anyways, I was able to get my car in and get fixed. I had drove over a screw, so that's why it was a, a leak, a slow leak. But yeah, I was able to get that fixed and anyways, we headed off to uh, the rest of the parks for the day and lots of fun, beautiful sunshine, warm day. Uh, I was able to hit two parks with Spank. We went to a big bowl, which was really fun. Uh, and then we hit up one of the most beautifully located parks in our area, beautiful mountain views, beautiful river beside, had a great time there. And, and anytime we were at the parks, it was super fun. Uh, being there with such an encouraging group of people, being there with more like-minded type skaters and being able to kind of take over portions of the park as needed uh, and just be there to encourage each other and push each other and learn new things. I know I personally was super thankful that Spank came and was able to help me uh, gain the courage to try some rails as well as get a uh, fakie stall so rolling in up to the coping fakie where I had tried it many times before but just get this feeling of like I was gonna fall onto my face <laughs> and she was able to break it down for me um, the second day at the second park and I was able to attempt and do it at every park 
uh, there going forward. Uh, so five out of the six that we hit and I was able to do it, which made me feel really good. Um, and it was just a simple thing. It was just, you know, instead of trying to roll up and leaning too much forward, it was practicing more of a jump out and then working my way to sticking that on the coping. So skate park tour, super fun, finished it off at my local park. You know, by now we had done five parks. This was the sixth. <laughs> there was only a couple of us there. Everybody else had to go home by the end of it. But nonetheless, it was super fun. And I was still feeling super jazzed from the whole weekend. And then I did just a move I had done a hundred times. Like, you know how these stories go. I had done this move a hundred times. I was feeling myself that day, you know, maybe went in with a little extra gusto. And when I landed, I ate shit straight to my knee, full knee bend from quite a height straight down onto the concrete. Luckily, I had my knee pads on, but that was a day ender for me. I still don't know exactly, exactly what happens when that happens to my knee. I went to physio. Uh, I've been to my Cairo and we've talked about it. It does have to do with the meniscus area because I certainly couldn't straighten my leg um, or bend it all the way for quite some time. And that was in September, and I am still battling with the tail end of it not being 100%. So little discouraging there at the end, but luckily, I guess if it had to happen, it happened at the end of the skate tour. So I was able to spend the whole weekend with some really rad skaters and get out there and skate um, and unfortunately had to wrap it up a little sooner than I would have liked and deal with uh, now taking care of my knee. <laughs> so things kind of petered out, I guess, for the, uh, you know, after that, obviously got to take a break, got to heal yourself. And even since I've been back, I've been skating pretty modestly. Um, I have fallen again uh, just you know, like you do, you try shit, you're going to fall. So I fell, I've fallen again and it does hurt. So I just would rather it get better so I can continue to skate through the winter and I can continue to snowboard and do all the things that I love. But goddamn knees, they just take these little injuries where, you know, it's, you'd, you'd almost rather break something maybe, but not, no, no, no. Cause I can still skate with, with it. <laughs> I take that back. Um, it just takes time and even if you're doing everything you're supposed to do uh, to help it recover, the best medicine is going to be time. There's there's no way to rush it. There's no way to just magically get in there and make it better. I really wish there was, um, but there's not. So we'll do what we got to do and we will get better and we will be back to trying stuff uh, in no time. One other thing I did try in September was uh, some new wrist protection and that was really cool. I got these little, oh, I should have brought them inside. I think they're out. Anyways, I got these cool little wrist guards. You know, I'm not even going to call them wrist guards because I did fall pretty hard with them on. And 
it still kind of hurt uh, the back of my wrist. So the they're really just like a palm guard. And they're there and they help your palm slide out and they give you a little impact protection. But as far as extending your wrist backwards, if you fall hard enough, there's no brace on the back of it. But why I got them is because if you've been listening to my podcast, you may know I've been getting tattooed all summer. Uh, I'm working on my sleeve and I finally only have like three hours left to go. So um, we got down to a part where we started getting down onto my wrist and I didn't want my current wrist guards to be rubbing there or hitting there but of course you guys still gotta skate so I got these ones and they stop just at the bottom of your hand which was perfect um they're also a little less hot I guess you could say Um, which has been nice. But again, if you're doing anything where you do want more protection for your wrist potentially uh, bending backwards and bracing it that way, these aren't going to work. They're they're not super great for that, but they've been good for what I've needed them for and so far um, have been working out. Yeah, so that was September, and then getting into October again, I was skating, but modestly, just doing little things here and there, not trying anything new because of my knee and fear of further injuring it if I fell on it, so keeping it pretty chill. On the gear side of things, I also did get some new wheels. Um, I got the roller bones that are 57 millimeter and 101A. So what I considered to be just a black version of the Estro Bowl Bombers. I didn't want like those colorful Bowl Bomber wheels. So I seeked out something of the same size and durometer and these were the ones I found. But I've been skating on mini logo skateboard wheels that I won on Instagram this summer for quite a while now. And I got really comfortable with them. So when I put these 57 millimeters on compared to these 52s that I've been skating with, I just noticed I was getting a lot of wheel bite. And it was during the tour and I was trying to do slides and it just kept hitting like it just kept giving me wheel bite. Like if you if you do slides and you know what wheel bite is, it's when you kind of, you know, get tripped up on your wheel a little bit uh, because it's having contact and maybe you're not going fast enough to counteract that. But yeah, it just kept happening and happening. And by the third park we went to, I was like, I'm freaking over this. I just want to slide. I just want to do the good things I know I can do. So I'm putting my wheels back on. And I just haven't changed them back since. Uh, I might get into them a little bit this winter and see if I can adjust my technique um, to make them work better for me. Otherwise, I might just end up selling them. And why would you go, uh, you know, they're the same durometer, so same hardness, but with a bit of a bigger surface, they could give me a bit more speed. So that's what I was trying to find out and play around with. Um, So I'll have to continue to do that into the winter and give them maybe a little bit more chance than I was willing to the first weekend I put them on for the tour. And I just wanted to do my thing and skate and not have to worry about learning 
to use something new. That's something you could always consider as well. You know, we would always say that before derby games, like don't change your setup just before a game. Like you want to give yourself time to get used to it before you want to um, be doing things where you want to be at your best performance. If you had been performing really well with whatever you had before, just stick with that for the time being and then switch it up when you're willing to give yourself a bit more time to get used to something new. As we rolled into October, um, you know, the weather's cooling off just a little bit. It's almost perfect for skating. You're not overheating. It's super nice. It kind of sucks because the days start to get shorter and shorter and not able to pop out after work and get out as much as you want or utilize that daylight. Um, But it's still a great time and lots of fun. I ended up going away on vacation and if you've ever gone on vacation and you haven't brought your skates you know you regret it (laughs) and even though we were driving I was I was a little back and forth if I should bring my trail skates and meet up with some people and do some trail skating or if I should just bring my park skates and honestly like my heart lies with park skating for sure and that's what I would prefer to be doing so I brought my park skates with me and I was able to hit up the beautiful beautiful skate park in Banff um if you've never seen Banff if uh, for whatever reason I'm sure you've seen pictures but if you haven't google it beautiful mountains there um so really cool to seek out a skate park it was a new build skate park everything was super fresh and One thing that really stood out to me, besides the beautiful mountain views, were on the top decks of the upper level, there was these like little bump rollers everywhere. So you didn't have to just like push skate if you wanted to keep your flow going. Uh, You could use these little speed rollers to roll over and then drop back in places. Um, And it was a small thing, but I really found it neat. And I thought it was a great feature to have on the upper flat part um, to just keep the momentum going. So that was really cool. Um, I was also able to reach out to Shredmonton in Edmonton and uh, I think Shredmonton Inline in Edmonton and get recommended some parks that I was close to in the area. So I did end up hitting up a park in Edmonton. Um, Not my favorite. (laughs) park it took me a little while to find a spot where the coping wasn't so rough um and you know I was still just getting back into skating from really hurting my knee so I was still being decently cautious as well Um, but it took me a little bit but once I found a little spot that had some smooth coping and a fun little transition it was really fun to play around on and I really enjoyed the park because there was a lot of graffiti everywhere and I love that kind of look don't get me wrong I love beautiful new fresh parks too Um, but you know something kind of nostalgic and and uh, OG about having the um graffiti artwork everywhere on the park so that looked really cool when I was filming and made a little edit of that 
um, and I enjoyed my time there. It was windy and cold, so it didn't last too long, but uh, it felt good to get out and just skate. As we were rolling into the end of the month here, we just had our hella weekend, and it's been so great seeing everybody's creativity online and watching uh, everybody have costume skates and just, you know, the things that people can still do in their costumes and in certain kinds of costumes was really awesome. Um, I watched somebody on Wild Bones do, uh, you know, some really great moves with, with one of those inflatable costumes on. You know what I'm talking about? Like the ones that have like a fan in them and this one was like an alien and it looked like it was carrying them. Um, So it was like really funny when they were doing like anything because it just looked like the alien was kind of like lifting them up to do it. So I thought that was super creative. Um, And, you know, S1 having their helmet contest. I thought that was really cool. Uh, We just did our Halloween skate of course, on actually on Halloween, which was another amazing thing about it falling on the weekend this year. Uh, and I was able to wear one of my old costumes, which was an astronaut suit that I made. And I have the silver mirrored S1 helmet and it topped it off perfectly. I thought it looked really great. So I'm pretty stoked on that. But I just love this time of year anyways. And so seeing it combined with skating and everybody having so much fun and being creative, it's uh, just been a real treat. (laughs) So on Devil's Night, which if you don't call it that, is the night before Halloween. It's what we've always called it uh, where I grew up and, you know, people go out and if you really got into it, some people would be doing some naughty stuff like egging people's houses. Um, my Nana actually took us out one time and she let us use soap and write on car windows with soap. Um, she must have known it was going to rain that night because it poured rain and I highly doubt anybody had seen what we had created on their cars for them, but it probably helped them out and just cleaned it for them. But anyways, Devil Night Skate Uh in the town that I live in, we our main street is called Baker Street, and often people will be like, hey, do you want to go do a burn down Baker? Like, uh, as referring to just going down and maybe going shopping, but we had the Devil's Night Baker Street burn, which I, I thought was super appropriate, um, was hoping people would show up in devilish type costumes, and we could bring candy and shred down and hand it out to Passer buyers, uh, you know, nobody showed up, <laughs> but that's okay. That's the way she goes sometimes. Uh, Nelson's a pretty transient town, and sometimes it's hard to convince people to get out and do things if they even have like the slightest different type of plan or thing that they might want to do. Um, we're not quite there yet with our skate community where everybody's super gung ho to join up and. Uh, do any kind of meetup, which is fine. I get it. It's probably more of an intimidation factor due to people just not being super comfortable skating yet. So I hope that grows as people do skate more and more um, and trust themselves to be able to skate down the sidewalks and hand out candy to random strangers. (laughs) 
nonetheless, I had my mask on, I had my candy, I had my devil's pitchfork, and I did a few laps, and it just aligned perfectly with a bunch of people in costume, ready to be out for the night. Um, and yeah, I handed out a whole bag of candy to everybody, was blasting my Spotify Halloween tunes playlist. And I got to say, it was one of the more fun things I've done uh, on my skates. It's just always fun when people get stoked on seeing you um, and, you know, are appreciative of what you're doing. And it just kind of adds to the ambiance of their evening. Um, I've always really enjoyed doing stuff like that. So that was really fun. And then, yeah, like I said, Halloween day, got up early and hit the park. And we had candy. We had some macarons that one of our skaters brought. Uh, We had a witch and Wednesday Adams and a bat and an astronaut and and we made a cool edit over on Sib West Kootenai um Instagram if you want to go check it out uh put it together and yeah it was just a beautiful sunny crisp fall morning and we all had a really great time and just kind of capped off the end of October And so here we are. We are in November and good things coming. Um, Our indoor park finally got the okay to be able to let people over the age of 21 in for drop-in sessions, which means the like all of us who skate, (laughs) like all of us who skate now can go and use the indoor facility as long as we're double vaxxed, which is totally fine by me and um yeah super stoked to go and use the indoor and have it available to us again because the days are already getting frosty you know there was a container outside this morning that was filled with water and I dumped it and it was a frozen cup shape of that container um it's getting cold out there it's not gonna last too too much longer to be able to get in outdoor skates and with the indoor it offers some feeling of of maybe more beginner friendly space so you can encourage some people who may have been intimidated to go to the outdoor park uh to show up to things like ladies night where you know there's maybe not as many people in there or you know you can kind of claim a space in there and feel a little bit more comfortable um having room to do what you need to do to learn so looking forward to continuing on at the indoor and I really like the fact that they have wood um ramps and stuff in there I don't know (laughs) I don't know if it's true because I've fallen on the wood in there too and it still freaking hurts, but uh, I just feel more comfortable in there actually trying stuff like Miller flips and hopefully once my knee is better, well, no, when my knee is better, I will be getting back into doing more Miller flips and throwing uh, cartwheels and hoping to turn those into aerials because I didn't quite get there this summer. Um, again, just being tattooed and everything all summer, just seeming to be healing from something 
all summer long. So I'm really looking forward to my knee fully being better, my tattoo being done, and just being able to not have to be healing from anything. And I had this conversation with one of my friends um, at the Halloween skate. We're like, we just don't want to be healing from anything anymore. And we just want to be able to send it and do what we want to do and uh, try all those fun things that are on our list to try. So looking forward to that day and getting into the indoor and trying it on the wood ramps because eh, I think I think they're a little softer <laughs> so it at least gives me the confidence to want to try um some more advanced moves and then once I've done it enough times then I feel more confident taking that to the outdoor facility and that's about it yeah lots has and hasn't been going on I suppose but as we get into the winter luckily again we have our indoor back open so hopefully things won't be winding down too too much for us and I look forward to just keep on skating. I hope you have all had an amazing fall Drop down in the comments below, wherever you are listening this, what was your Halloween skate costume? Did you have one? And if you didn't have one and you wanted to have one, what would it have been? Um, I'd love to know. I thought that was really fun and just really, you know, brought it away, brought skating uh, to a different space there for the month and watching everybody do the thing, so... Lots of fun with that. Let me know. I'd love to know. I didn't talk about any of the Sib Trick of the Months or anything, and I don't have a skater for you. You know, the context of this podcast might change a little bit. Um, I think I do well maybe with a little less structure of when I get it out and what I talk about. I just like to ramble on and talk about what I'm excited about at the time. So uh, I think that'll be good for me. You know, it's my creative outlet and I hope you are all enjoying listening to it. Once again, I am really thankful that you are here. And even if you don't leave me a comment, if you have a second to just throw down some stars uh, to give me a rating, that would be really great. And it would help other people hopefully find my content who may enjoy listening to it as well. All right, skaters, that is it for me for now. And I've got, uh, oh, I had an opportunity to also interview Roller Park Review. So I will get that out for you. Uh, And apologies to them to not getting it out sooner. But like I said, you know how it goes. And hey, we're all just here doing our thing and living life. Uh, But it was really fun talking to them. So make sure you stay tuned. I will get that out shortly after I get this one up. And you can learn all about them. All right, skaters, take care for now. Stay hydrated and get out there and skate. Obsessions of a Roller Skater is recorded on the Syntex and Hutanaha territories. We skate on their land. And for that, we thank you.